Warning, Spinning on Two Wheels contains language, themes, and references that are inappropriate for the ears of children, sensitive grandparents, and public forums. Headphone use is recommended. Hey y'all, I'm Peggy, the kick-ass knitter. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm yarned, a little dangerous, and definitely bad to the bone. Grab your knitting and throw open the throttle. It's time to kickstart this episode of Spinning on Two Wheels. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Any new listeners out there? Welcome, welcome back, all my lovely returning listeners. Hi. Wow, this is going to be a ridiculously short episode. <laughs> oh man, how do ho- holidays just do that, yeah? This part might have to go at the beginning. Holidays just do that. You're like, what? Where did the time go? How do I have no knitting? No knitting. Some knitting. Not enough knitting. Never enough knitting during the holidays. This is episode 36 of spinning on two wheels, uphill riding, and is being recorded on, shit, what's the date? Hmm. Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, and will include a life on the road update, open throttle, and gear check. Editor Peggy cutting in this episode will also include a stalled, but we'll get to that in a later section. So punch into gear, and let's roll on! Everyone knows that life can make for a bumpy ride. When it gets tough or impacts the show, I want to let you know. So, whether it's a detour, rest stop, or unplanned off-roading, let's have a little chat about life on the road. Life has has thrown some massive roadblocks at me lately. My knitting, my DIY projects... My gardening has been skidding out pretty badly. What is skidding out even a metaphor for? I have no idea. Look, things haven't been great. Like, I'm slipping and sliding my way through your grandparents' stories of their childhood. Uphill, both ways, in the snow. That would be a great episode title. Riding uphill. Ooh, uphill riding. Uphill riding. Dad had an incident at the store a few weeks back, and that has been very distracting. Uh, Just trying to help him create a more effective security system, clean up some of the glass. And it's also, it's, it's brought up a lot of what I went through when my apartment was broken into a few years ago. Just that feeling of insecurity... Yeah, but, but, you know what gets me through that? Knitting and therapy and art. But since my therapist is on vacation this week, and this isn't an art podcast, I mean, it is, but not, not that same kind, let's talk about the knitting as we cruise right along to the next segment. But first, this quick message. This episode is brought to you by Pigments of Inspiration. 
pretty colors swirling all around, luckily from overwhelming excitement and twirling in the yarn room instead of illicit substances. Or brain injury. But really, if the colors are pretty and inspirational, does it matter why we see them? This is Open Throttle, getting you up to speed on my current projects. First up, we have Operation Sock Drawer. What, what? I have already made the heel flap of the Funhouse Sock. I might be able to start the new year with a new pair of socks. Ooh. Which also means that all y'all will be starting next year with your brand new episodes of Spinning on Two Wheels in 2023 with a whole new project in Operation Sock Drawer. What? What? So, editor Peggy coming back in. Uh, not only am I sorry for maxing out the mic there, um, put put a pin in this. Put a pin in this. That could be fun, right? And uh, home home DIY projects have been putting off the sewing of the layette pieces because fiber and grouting compound should never, ever, ever, ever mix. Fiber, anything, and grouting should never happen at the same time. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. You'll think your hands are clean. You'll think your hands are, are okay to touch the baby knits that you just made. You are wrong. Your hands are not fine. You'll think that there's no way that the orange fiber could still be somehow on your hands and will get into your pristine white grouting. You are wrong. It's there. But sewing the layout pieces are on my plan for this week. And by saying that here on the episode, I am making myself accountable to you, dear listeners. So now, now I've got to do it or I make myself into a dirty liar mouth. And Mama May raised many children and I am many things, but I am not a dirty liar mouth. So, gotta happen now. I will roll on to the next segment after this break. At the onset of Shelter in Place, crafters answered the call. The time had come to use that special yarn in the stash, but sadly, there wasn't enough to last. But with your help, a crafter can stay sane. With your generous pledge of just $5 a month, you can change a crafter's life. Please consider pledging at patreon.com slash two wheels podcast. Broke Crafters of Central Maryland is not a real charity. Broke Crafters of Central Maryland is not a real business. Pledges made at the provided link go solely to support Spinning on Two Wheels and its creators. Helmet. Check. Jacket. Check. New crafting gear. Check. Today in Gear Check, we are going to revisit the Frankenloom. Because I, I have come to an unfortunate conclusion about her. I either need to find schematics for a new warp drum and somehow convince Husbando to either like photo document or make a new segment for the show about making that 
or the Frankenloom has to find a new home. And that's not a happy, that's not a happy for anybody because the Frankenloom came to me by way of the very generous parents of a former college roommate and the current roommate of my bestie. Small world. The Frankenloom, yep, she, not my bestie, not the roommate, the Frankenloom, she is a 36 inch wide union loom that does not work. She just can't hold tension at all. And she can't hold tension because the warp drum on her is not actually from a Union 36-inch loom. Uh, Union Loom Company in the United States made two major looms. They made the Union Special Upright and the Union 36. The warp drum on the Union 36 is actually, like, round. It's a, it's a drum. The warp drum I have isn't that. She can't hold tension. Yeah. So the brake slash warp release lever doesn't rest against the warp drum at all because the warp drum is not actually from a 36-inch union loom. Uh, the warp drum is more like a spiky warp plank. A spiky warp plank. It is a genuine union loom part just from the upright model of union looms because they only made two. I don't like giving up on on things. I, I really love this American antique in my house. I love that it's a loom. I, 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 I love many things about it. I love that it was a part of my friend's like family and I want to keep it because I have this extra connection to it. But if I cannot find the schematics for it, it is roughly four feet by four feet by four feet. And that is too big to be a display piece. So I just, I can't keep it if I can't use it, which is a shame. So either schematics or she gone. And I will pass her to somebody who will be able to source the parts better than I can. Because we got to keep rolling. We got to keep rolling. And speaking of rolling. Howdy. This is Knitting Daddy Greg. This episode of Spinning on Two Wheels is brought to you by Standard Time. Standard Time is the way time is intended to be. The sun is nearest its highest point midday at noon, not at 1 p.m. We're not sending our children out to wait at bus stops when it's dark and dangerous in the morning. Daylight saving time steals an hour from you every spring. Standard time. It's about time. Motorcycles choke out. Yarn makes tangles. Sometimes you have to drop out of gear, restart the engine, and figure out what the hell happened before you get back on the road. Welcome to Stalled. Okay, y'all. In this stalled section, I feel it's only fair to warn you that I am recording this on Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. It is an issue I discovered last night before my D&D campaign. And I kind of had this feeling going in. This is on the Funhouse sock. I have no script. Shit. That's what I was supposed to warn you about. I have no script right now. 
and um, due to some issues that I'm sure I will talk about at some point on the podcast, possibly soon, I'm going to sound a little hmm, scatterbrained, but let's talk about it real quick. So on the Funhouse sock, uh, the instructions for the heel flap call for the knitter, you, me, your cousin Jorge, I don't know, um, to make heel rows in the Eye of the Partridge pattern, which is a four row repeat, knit the knit sides and pearl every other slip, uh, pearl every other stitch, slipping the non worked stitches on the pearl side and you alternate which stitches get purled and it comes out with this cute little diamond pattern it's called eye of the partridge it's lovely the god <sighs> i get distracted the sock pattern instructs the knitter to work until a certain number of selvage stitches have exist on each side of the heel flap cool great awesome um, and that works really well if you slip the first stitch of each row as instructed. I think you might be getting you, you might be getting a hint of where this is going. The TKGA's master hand knitting program tries to kind of break that habit of slipping the first stitch of rows, particularly on gauge swatches, etc., because that can really fuck up your your gauge measurement it it can disguise a lot of gauge problems and tension issues so they don't want to see it so i've kind of broken the habit of doing it which means that on like one side of this heel flap i had the exact number of stitches picked up and cast on that i needed but on the other side i didn't and it it's about to get weird it's about to get weirder this is like paranormal socktivity just a month fucking late for Halloween you missed spooky season sock well no it's autumn so it's still spooky season spooky season lives on in our hearts distracted sorry circling back so the sock pattern has the gusset of the sock not on the sides of the foot but under the heel which is really fucking cool. I am enjoying that immensely. However, the heel flap, the heel stitches, the section, not the parts that are picked up along the side of the heel flap, but the parts that come across the top, if you will, or bottom, if you're upside down. I don't know. Maybe you live your life that way. No judgment. The gusset is a little bit wider than just the bottom of the heel. And the instructions of making the heel and making the gusset could be interpreted in such a way that one repeats a four or five stitch segment of the gusset pattern and then starts the gusset pattern again. Now in my enthusiasm, in my enthusiasm to cast on as many fucking heel stitches and gusset stitches as I as I could when not paying attention to how many I actually cast on. I was like, no, I just put them in each fucking self. I just put them in each self stitch. No problem. 
Should have paid attention. Did not. Got distracted. Which happens. I picked up the exact number of extra stitches needed to make this repeat of like the first and last five stitches of the gusset pattern. So I had 10 extra stitches and I just misinterpreted the rest of the pattern. I should point out that the pattern doesn't actually, it does not actually have one repeat those first four, five, or six stitches. That is, that was my brain just inventing that to make it work. But somehow, somehow it worked out like perfectly and I, I don't know how. So that was uh, a stall and a little bit of a thinker. I noticed, I was like, this, this can't be right. I don't remember decreasing four times on the gusset, on the, the previous sock. This, this cannot, this cannot be right. Something is wrong here. And I finally figured out what the hell I'd done wrong with the picked up heel stitches. Kind of did a Homer Simpson dope face palm. And was carefully picking back and working off the four or so rows of color work that I had done after those heel pickups as my D&D group was rolling in the door, which is fine. Like, I love them dearly. They are good friends. But um, we are doing a round robin type campaign where we're trading around DMing responsibilities as we pick up and do each of the mysteries of Candlekeep, if you play D&D fifth edition. And currently I am DMing our group and um, the mental space that I need to be in to psychologically torture my dearest friends and their characters and the party pet who is not real. Uh, it is a made-up dragon, but they named it, so now they care about it, so I have to make it have nightmares. Um, and I can't tell anyone anymore about why I have to make it have nightmares because I know at least one of my players listens. Hi, Jenny. How are you doing? And... Um, <clears throat> you'll find out. You'll find out what the monsters are, hun. But, uh, yeah. The headspace that I need to be in to torture my, my closest friends and families is not quite the same that I need to be in to fix a fucking sock. They are very close, though. Very close. That brings us to the end of the road. Thanks for riding with me. The music welling up is Organ Rock, Classic Hard Rock by Julius H. And is used under a common license. Audio and emotional support by my brother Larry. Hi, everybody. You can find more of his work nowhere because he is an enthusiastic amateur. Show notes along with images, links to all of the places to find and support the show, as well as Everything else can be found on the website twowheelspodcast.com. Don't forget to join the Ravelry and Facebook groups and check out the Instagram at The Kick Ass Knitter. If you liked the episode, show some support. 
All pledges made on Patreon and Ko-fi support the show directly by covering the costs of things like platform fees. Supporters will also have access to episodes a little early, behind-the-scenes content, and the monthly video chat. If you would like to support the show in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. The next best thing is to leave a five-star review for the podcast. Leaving a positive review helps new people find the show. Thank you again for joining me. And remember, I'm revving for you. We're all in this together. Keep your wheels on the road. <laughs>